0: what time of day it is (laughs) welcome then to the first ever who's raven on pre recap podcast it's going to make sense. I will explain it. But first, let me welcome a man I haven't seen for a couple of weeks. It's Stuart Late.
1: Hello, Natalie Bohensky. It's it, very good to be here. Very good to see you.
0: It is. Oh, thank you so much. Do you like all the work I've had done? When Absolutely. I was away? Oh, so good.
1: Yeah, one of those Vanuatu it's, jobs.
0: It's just sunburn and 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 despair.
1: <laughs> is this the first time we've ever recorded the podcast before you've done your recap? Yes, it is. So we're in, we're in like completely uncharted. Yes, territory it is. Now.
0: Because I had planned. So I got in late last night and I watched the episode as soon as I got home instead of doing something sensible like going to sleep (laughs) and getting up early. And I just today, because I've been away for a week and I've got all this stuff that's piled up while I've been away, I've just been flat out all day. And I also have had feelings about this episode that I haven't quite been able to crystallize. So I am going to recap it, but I also feel incredibly... Nervous yes. about recapping it. Sure. And so I want to begin this podcast by saying very clearly to everyone <laughs> that I am very white. Yes. Stu is also quite Extreme. white.
1: I will cop to that, yes.
0: As is our guest commentator for tonight, who we will introduce shortly, who demanded to be on the podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You can't no. talk until we introduce He's you. He's not
0: allowed to talk at this point. Um, so I am crazy white. Yes. And I feel like in having opinions on this episode, I am worried that I'm just going to naturally offend people by dint of not having a full understanding of the very deep and complex issue that is racism in America, sure. across the world, and, and all of its um, related issues. So I... I think, I think we
1: can talk about it. Yeah, i, just I want think we, we have to be able to talk about yeah, it, but I, just, I
0: want to put us all under the... The white blanket... No, God, no, that's... A, oh, God, no. That's, that, 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 that's a Klux Klan imagery uh, that I did not mean to... See, this is what I mean, Stu. It's fraught.
1: We're putting the car before the horse. Let's just, oh, let's God, just talk about this. Oh, God, that's going to be a reference.
0: So the issue is, I can never know what it is like to be a person of colour in... In the 1950s in particular or, sure. or, or during Jim Crow or during slavery. Of course, all of those things. I can only have empathy from what I have read as a, as a student of history, as someone who loves history, but also obviously understands that that, that pretty much everything has always been terrible. Yes. And, and human beings are awful. Much more terrible so, than
1: we realized up until this point, I think.
0: Yeah, I've always gone by the yeah. point of... I mean, look. I I, I think. I think
1: generally we're starting to realize that everything has always been a little bit more terrible than we thought it was to start with. Yes. So that seems to be the way it goes. But
0: I don't. I don't. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to big note myself. But I have always been a student of history, and that's always just reading about the most terrible things that humans have done to (laughs) each other. So I, I can't empathize from a personal perspective because clearly I am privileged af. Yes. Uh, I I have a very. I have. Freaking foster cats who live off my largesse and, and people, in, and people in, in more dire circumstances can't do that. So I, I, I want to couch everything I say with, I'm probably going to accidentally offend someone and I am so sorry, uh, but I really do want to talk about the episode because, Absolutely. Stu, yes. I have mixed feelings okay. about it. There okay. were some parts of it that I really, really enjoyed and other parts that I'm still trying to work out. Where I see
1: it. I feel like I have a very similar take to you. I'm really interested to see what our guest brings to the table. You can't talk yet? We haven't introduced you?
0: <laughs> oh, he's chomping at the bit. <laughs> he
1: face. is so ready. Okay. Yeah. So uh, that, that's where I think it's going to get interesting. So let's, I mean, so obviously I really liked the episode. I thought it yeah. was really good. good I good. had a good, I had a good time watching it. I thought it had some interesting things to say. I did think that there were a couple of things that maybe were a little bit weak about the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the big thing for me was the villain. Right. Which, who was paper thin uh, and was dispatched in kind of a strange way. It was that,
0: very abrupt. Yes. But also I kind of liked it that it was that simple to, to get rid of him in the end.
1: Yeah. And, and he was sent back to the past, which I thought was maybe a comment on yes. racism. I'm not sure. Well, But, but also like for, for me, I'm, and we're getting, we're getting, we're jumping right into the middle here. But
0: yeah, our guest is already starting to write notes. He's writing
1: notes. The, um, I thought it was very strange that uh, the Doctor made a special point of saying how nasty those time displacement guns were. And then Ryan just uses it on the bad guy? That seemed weird. That seemed strange to me. That, that was eye a for weird note. Uh, I don't know. It's Look, strange.
0: For me, the bad guy, the way I've been processing is the bad guy or the villain was paper thin and I didn't really understand. I mean, his motivation seemed to be... I just think black people are too uh, except, in, in, in prepare, You know, I, I just think black people have have autonomy now and that's not right. Except they really so he was dance just a,
1: around what his motivation is like. Well, he said we he killed of, people. Yeah. He
0: said he killed people. A few yeah. hundred thousand people died. So he's obviously some sort of genocidal maniac. But he also was like a bodgy from Ipswich in 1952. Yes, yeah, yeah. So it's it, very strange. It, it was an odd um, physical representation of someone like that, just some sort of loner. Mm. But having said that, I really think that maybe that was a byproduct of the fact that the real villain. Was racism in nineteen fifties <laughs> Alabama? Sure, like, and, and, and I, the, I if thought that was the episode case. did a really good job of establishing just a really kind of horrible, menacing. Like the episode felt oppressive mm. in the temperature, but it also felt oppressive in that. Oh God, this is really awful, and this is oh, this is a bit too a bit too close. Now, again, it it,
1: it was odd. The tone was odd, and and I think in a way that was intentional. You don't get that sort of weird menace to a to an episode of Doctor Who that you did,
0: and that, and I think why <sighs> and and, and um, I, I, I'm, I'm pondering that whether that was because normally Doctor Who deals with these kinds of issues through the prism of aliens
1: sure you would have like a blue alien and a green alien yes. and they would hate each other and have been locked in at a war that lasted for a that's thousand right. years that's right and the
0: doctor would say um, actually don't you realize you have much more in common <laughs> yes. than you, you know yeah. subtle hint for kiddies. And hey be nice to everyone yeah. because we're all the same really and don't be a dick and and then you get your lesson learned that way sure. so maybe this is the sucker punch of well no we actually are going to bring in Hmm. a reality that is still affecting the lives yeah. of people to seeing this day. seeing Ryan get slapped comic. in the face yeah, by yeah, a yeah. dude yeah. and
1: called, like, as close to the N-word as they're allowed to do on a family show. Yeah. Like, that is... That's pretty confronting. Like, in a way, the Doctor Who is not usually yes. that confronting.
0: Well, now, I again, I want to just say... Um, uh, so there's the n-word that obviously they didn't use yes. but the n-word that they used and i couch this and i don't mean to say sound offensive mm. um but was negro now yeah. i say this for a couple of reasons one is that you know, Dr. King, in a lot of his speeches, and other activists would often refer to themselves in that time sure. as Negroes because yeah. it was still a word used.
1: Well, I think I think in this episode, it's standing in. For it's a
0: standing word. in, yeah. and I yeah. and I definitely felt the weight of that. Yeah. And another reason why that makes me uncomfortable is because my grandmother, who I've just seen in Vanuatu now, my grandmother is an amazing woman, hmm. um, but. I have to do a lot of work with her. She's 93. <laughs> She's 93. That's true. To that's remind curious. her that some of the terms she uses for people <laughs> are <laughs> not necessarily the,
1: of... The terminology... The terminology... The terminology... Maybe even has, at the time probably wasn't acceptable, on. but it has moved it, on. Of, of, of yes. course. By
0: our standards, it's not acceptable, but... It, at the time, so when I went to, went to America with her mm. a couple of years ago, she was 89, and she referred to, oh, this lovely Negro man let me into the building, mm. or this uh, lovely Negro man served me in the street. Just whatever mm. happened. And I said, Gran, we just say African American or black. And she said, I can't call I can't call a man a, a black man. That's a that's an insult. Mm. I, I can't. That's rude. So by her standard, referring to your skin color sure. was impolite and rude. Yes. Um so now please keep in mind she's lived in the south pacific during the whole civil rights era so a lot of that kind of those changes have not filtered down through to and and i want to say that she lives in a country that is a a, a melanesian country it's a a black country so she has lived her life Hmm. among black people ni vanuatu people um I, i she's worked for the red cross her whole life so i would not ever say that She's anyone you could declare as racist, but she uses terms that we now declare. So sure. for me watching it was really uncomfortable going, oh God, now I really have to stop Grand from <laughs> using these terms because she doesn't understand the weight of, you know, the, sure. that terminology now.
1: But, but as we were saying, like that, that word isn't, doesn't mean what it, yes, it was, face, stand- it was,
0: it was done in such a way to make me ultimately uncomfortable, sure. which Absolutely. is good. I should be uncomfortable. It's, I should be yeah. placed in those that, positions. That is,
1: that, is the, that is what the episode wants you to feel. Caveat, That's caveat. Correct. I caveat, caveat.
0: And I get that. So for me, the villain was, oh, you know, what's that Futurama joke? Turns out it's man. Turns <laughs> out it's man. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. created the ultimate monster. Turns out it's man. Yeah. So, um, but I felt that there were aspects to it which I haven't been able to clarify in my head why I found it not quite. And I don't know whether it's the... Historical accuracies of of it. Uh, can
1: I can I say for me, I I find that, and it, this episode crystallised what I've been finding a bit odd about all three episodes that we've seen so far this season, mm-hmm. which is that the show has completely changed the way it tells stories, right? Like in the Stephen Moffat era, everything was a fairy tale. There was a lot of bombast, a lot of. Plot twists and turns and everything like that. In the Russell T. Davies era, there was a lot of, uh, you know, Deus Ex Machina, he was famous for them, and a lot of, you know, big, showy spectacle and, and, you know, the the universe is at stake. Chris Chibnall has come in and is telling stories in a different way. He's telling them in a very straightforward fashion, um, almost to a fault. Like he's. Pretty realism? He's he's going for realism. He's bringing that sort of procedural. The the Broad
0: Church. Yeah, the Broad Church touch.
1: And it's a, an odd fit so far, yes. Um, and that's that's why I think it's been it's been interesting to see that change. The show has never felt more different since it's since it's beginning in two thousand and five, I think, and in a good way, and in a bad way. But it's a different it's it's a different way of telling stories, and I think this episode crystallized <laughs> that because in the Russell T Davies era, or even the Stephen Moffat era, that bad guy would have been the big bad guy. There would have been a there would have been a big twist, or the doctor would have had to step in and save the day somehow. And in this story, that didn't happen. It was very and it, straightforward. And the
0: thing is, it couldn't because if you, if you had, you cannot take away Rosa Parks' no, agency. No, no, in what she did, <laughs> that it would have been it, a huge her, mistake. Her actions did yep. have the butterfly effect of of, of causing you absolutely know, change. Or it was, but she was already an activist. So I was worried that they were going to have something where they had to make her so angry that she would do this. Oh yeah, things. I was like super nervous. That's what I was worried this, about. So like they can't, <laughs> you cannot go back and sort of go. So, but they came really close by going, "We need to adjust all these things to make sure she goes here, to make sure." That's right. And you would think that I don't know, maybe it was something about the fact that she would have mentioned that she'd had to stay back late at work to repair this random person's coat. That's right. But, exactly. You know, all the to me there was a little bit of. But for me, packing that in exactly. But at least they didn't go into, you know, get up, Rosa. Now's your time, quickly. Yeah, exactly. Nudge her in the shoulder like they 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 left that to her, and that would have been.
1: And they even make a point of saying like, we have to not
0: interfere interfere here. Yes, Um, and that was very. Um, interesting to watch all of their faces, mm. and um, I was having a chat to well, Greg from the Smart Enough to Know Better podcast just before you arrived. She said that the look on Bradley Walsh's face of that yeah. I don't want to be here. Um,
1: well, someone put it out. I didn't realize in the moment because it's a little bit confused when it all sort of goes down. Yeah, but it was. Yeah. He's the white passenger that she doesn't stand up for.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I, didn't re-
1: I didn't realize that, and I sort of recognized that in hindsight. I'm like, oh my god, like he—that's that, why he was so
0: i'm the one like who,
1: horrified he was like oh yeah. no no i'm 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 right this. in the thick of it i
0: wouldn't do this yeah. but i have to historically i have to now. stand
1: here and, and, and do this
0: and i'm worried that that takes away a bit of the i get why i get why that had to happen but i something with me made, made with it made me feel like oh you've you've now put a person in that position i don't know I and think, i think that well
1: i, I think they did that deliberately a fairy tale.
0: it's not a I know. think they did that deliberately. It's to put, to put you, put... the viewer, into that yeah, position and go, absolutely. oh my God, if I was at that time, I would have just sat, like they, mm. you know, showed lots of close-ups of other people's faces on the bus where they just did nothing. So it's that whole thing of doing nothing being turned against you. Yeah. Like, oh my God, I have to do nothing now for a purpose. Sure. I don't know if anything I'm saying makes sense. Should we bring in M- I was about yes? to say, we've
1: said a lot. <laughs> He's chomping on the bed. Let's, let's bring I realize
0: in. now he has made actual notes. He's,
1: he is not even handwritten, like typed, them, typed and printed notes.
0: <laughs> so we said... I um, feel woefully
1: underprepared. Yeah,
0: well, that's the way we run this <laughs> podcast. But we did say when we had Greg from the Smart Enough to Know Better podcast on a couple of weeks ago for the first episode that we would welcome Dan on at any time. That's and I it. believe he messaged... Well, he messaged me this morning going, are you back from Vila yet? When are you podcasting? I demand my right of reply. He messaged me as well. Okay.
2: very keen to get on this this particular
0: episode. So please welcome Dan from the Smart Enough to Know Better podcast. Hey. I'm pretty
2: sure it's champing at the bit. Isn't it (laughs) champing at the bit? (laughs) It It probably is. It probably is.
0: What did we say? Chomping. They're not eating
2: the bit. They're just champing at it.
0: Okay. Sure. Well, champ away, champ.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I did not enjoy this episode. Okay, controversial opinion. Okay.
0: Out of the gate. Yeah. yeah. So keeping that horse, uh, horse metaphor going.
2: Um, r- well, racism is historically quite brutal and mm. severe and yes. horrible. And yes. Doctor yes, Who is. doesn't really have a great track record. No. Um, there was. It's been getting better. They, they do. Yeah, and they mentioned I think Capaldi backed up Bill Potts in, yes. a, in, a Thames in, episode, in the Thames episode. The giant. Yeah. 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 Thin Ice. But then back in, um, back when Martha turned up in like yeah. the 1600s, the doc, she was like, well, what happens if I go out there looking like this? And he's like, what do you mean? It's like, well, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm black. He's like, oh, just be confident. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, accidental victim shaming? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Actually, a lot of people have pointed to that episode, um, which
1: is the Shakespeare code when they go back and meet William Shakespeare, um, because of course they do. The... Uh, as an, as another example of like, oh, how the show dealt with racism in a good way. And I was like,
2: no, it didn't. Like, <laughs>
1: they, they really just hand-waved it away as, oh, no, you'll be fine. It, can I, th- it wasn't really a thing. Like, it's, it's kind of a, you know.
0: Well, can I bring up something unrelated to Doctor Who at this point, mm. but related to racism? I found it really interesting when The Handmaid's Tale came out as a TV series that they had a lot of black actresses and and actors too, I assume, but mostly black women as as handmaids. Mm. Uh, And because in the book, as I remember, they said that, because this this was a very ultra-religious, ultra, ultra, you know, anti-women kind of... group that had taken over the US, historically, those kinds of groups are also quite racist. They just
1: pepper some in there as well. And in the book,
0: they talked about how all black people essentially were were put out to the colonies or whatever, or they were Mm. moved away, or they were put in their own space. There was apartheid or something like that. Okay. Whereas I I, I was looking going, gee, it seems really odd that this very, very ultra-conservative Anti-woman thing is like cool with strangely progressive. When it comes strangely to project- this when it comes to race, <laughs> and then I thought, oh well, maybe they're redefining that to go. Well, the key thing is fertility. The key thing is controlling women's mm-hmm. fertility. So race comes second to that. Sure. So we need to just have the most fertile women. And I went, okay, well that's cool. And also it's about diversity in Hollywood now. It's a big issue. So having black women, you know, if you just did an all-white cast, you might get attacked. But then I, I personally was going. But to me, there's something weird about it because it just seems so odd that this horrible you know right-wing kind of group would be cool with race but that that's okay i went that's obviously what they've done but then i was really intrigued to find out that there were some black women writers you know writing about it going yeah they have, not, they have skimmed over the fact that this kind of government would be a racist government as well. Yes. And so I, I was like going, oh, well, I sort of agree, but at the that's same time... That's definitely
1: a poison chalice. Like It is. Damned because, if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, because if you like, go, you know, well, we
0: want to reflect the accuracy that, yeah. yes, we would not have black people, then you're going, well, you're encouraging you're, racism. You're, well, you're also not... Not including you're people. employing in, black people. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I, that's, I, I felt that that was a really... Um, Uh, at the time kind of like I I don't know what to say like I I was very much in favor of having diversity but at the same time going but is that really how it would go so (laughs) to see black women go is that really how it would go I went okay cool I'm I'm glad that I wasn't just being horribly racist by accident (laughs) 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 again caveat caveat I'm probably accidentally being racist so sorry Dan back to you back to you we don't have
2: to be racist that's no good at all (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, I, um, I don't. Another but controversial statement. Yeah. But again, yeah, I stand by it too. <laughs> but again, it's it's again, you know, the internet being what it is. And for the last year or so, I've, I've had tremendous anxiety about how you speak in, in public or how you... Sure. Um, let me give you an Rightly example. Rightly so, yeah. Earlier this year, because I went up to Vanuatu in May, and I was in such a state about social media and how everything is like everything you do... As a white, as a white person, kind of has a, a, a historical colonialist overtone that you don't even know you're doing. And I went up to Vanuatu, which is a place that I have been at home in for years, mm. and spoken to locals and talked to locals as treated them as equals. And all of a sudden, I went up there and I was tripping over myself, going, "Oh God, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a filthy white person. Oh, what if I, I can't buy from this person's shop because then I'm just doing." And all of a sudden, I was obsessed with. Like, oh God, I've got to be apologetic. And it just took away the joy of actually, these are people, they have lives. I'm not, mm. I'm by reducing them to, you know, oh God, I'm, I'm like, I'm not, I felt, I felt that I was overcompensating for nothing when the best thing to do is treat them with the respect that I always had growing up going, oh yeah, you're just my friends or my grand's friends or, Yeah. but all of a sudden I was like, oh, but I'm a terrible white person. And I, it, it. <sighs> I don't mean to say poor me. It's good that I'm thinking about these things. I'm gonna. Oh, people are gonna hate me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but this time, I, when they, I went back up there, I went no, no. I'm not gonna overanalyze everything I do and say. And I'm. That's I, please, exactly what that's you're doing right now. now. Yes, yeah, I, yes. I didn't even think this about things time, once. <laughs> but, but I they just went come I right out. <laughs> <laughs> my my. There are people there. There are white people who work for black people. There are black people work who work for white people. There are problems up there amidst both cultures but in the main everyone gets on and gets on with the job and now it's different it's not african-american there's not a history of slavery unless you talk about the plantation workers in queensland that is slavery i'm sorry that is a big issue but the the point is um i find there's so much analysis so it's good to think about these things but i personally the kind of person i am get overly overly worried and then just want to hide in a hole and go, I can never speak to people who are also not white because I'll offend them. And that's not the way to be. That's just not the way to be. No, that's, absolutely. That's and while stupid.
1: I while I don't want to see you twist yourself in knots, like it's probably good that you're you know, analyzing that and just sort of taking stock every once in a while and going, hang on, am, am I doing the best that I can? And can I do better? And we should all do that.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I have a but whole page yeah. in here, which is really <laughs> problematic. <laughs> <laughs> is. Well, let's... I'm, I'm really interested to see because yeah. you did not like this episode at all. No, and, and I'm really because I, I I had issues with it. I, no. I know Natalie did too, but we both I think well liked it. Like we came out of it the other end, going that was a really good episode. No, I didn't quite like that so what what was what was your issues with it?
2: well I mean one of the one of the big as you mentioned before the big monster in this was the racism and that was like threatening and like, it was threatening danger sure. but it was a mundane human danger yes like this is the doctor like she bounces around the universe like standing up to Daleks and yes. like the omniscient gods and stuff. Yeah, the ultimate racist, exactly. Right. <laughs> and then a big fat man slaps Ryan in the face and she stands around looking absolutely stunned. Yeah. She has no preparation for that at all. Mm. Like, this is the same doctor who walks in and, and goes, oh, just one thing, stay away from the shadows. Oh, you see that big mold patch on the ceiling? Don't touch that. Like, she's a time lord who's <laughs> like, good at noticing stuff. Doesn't click that she like so that she's interacting with aliens. Mm. And going, oh, this is this time period with these sort of aliens. Yes. And this is how these aliens interact. Like, she's smart at that sort of stuff. So you're saying, like,
1: the Doctor should have known that this would have been an issue.
2: It was a a weird thing, yeah, for the Doctor to miss. Um, There's a scene where a cop forces his way into their motel room. Yes. And she's she's kind of combative. Yeah. But it's a really weird vibe. Like, if you imagined that this was a lizard cop, complaining that he was looking for, like the hairless ones and like Nadal and like Ryan yes. were like hiding away yes. in a room that doesn't have a window yes because we just watched him we just watched him come in the escape route yes like and then like you can imagine Matt Smith doing like an exciting monologue where he like befuddles well, the cop before I- like
1: I quite like the, the 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 responses that she was giving to the cop because she was but responding to him were, while yeah. fundamentally disagreeing with him, which I thought was very clever. Yes, but
2: yes, there was a real strong passive aggressive. Yes, like there was a game, there was a mental game that yes. she was playing there. Absolutely. Um, but the problem is, like if if the doctor like magics up a thing that where the cop's car suddenly turns on and starts driving away and that diffuses the situation. Yeah, that's like this sort of whimsical sci-fi solution and, you, and that sort of lessens the impact of what is a very real mm. problem. Like yeah. you, you can't downplay the danger of race stuff no. because no. Like that it's too important to us as humans. No, that's right. Um, but for, for, this, for the Doctor to have to deal with it with, with that amount of earnestness is out of character for the Doctor.
1: And out of character for the show a little, yeah, is is the thing. But I think it's good for the show. I'm glad that the show tried it. it. Is my is my position on it, where I don't think they 100 percent got there. But I'm glad. I, I don't and I don't want to see it every week. And I'm glad. I thought it was really great that at the end of this really moving episode about Rosa Parks, we then get the next time trailer about killer spiders in Sheffield, yeah. which I thought was a great little touch. But uh, you know. That's the sort of show Doctor Who is, where one week it's this very earnest melodrama about race in the in the South in the fifties, yeah. and then the next week we're dealing with like giant killer spiders. Look, like I, I
2: like the fact that Kevin Smith can make a film about sewing a man into a walrus, <laughs> but I didn't enjoy watching it. <laughs> didn't you? That movie's great. It's not well. <laughs> I'm glad that you enjoyed it. Is that
0: that yoga hoses? No, no, that's no. that's our tusk. Oh, tusk. Mm. Yeah. That's about a man being sewn into. That a... is
1: about a, a man who gets sewn into a walrus. Who gets turned into a walrus mm. by a weirdo's human centipede-style mad scientist? Uh,
0: okay. Yep. I knew that that movie. I just didn't...
1: complete nonsense. It was made literally on a drunken bet. <laughs> Kevin Smith said, "I bet I can make a movie that's weirder and worse they, than the. Human they basically centipede. had a flight of
2: fancy yeah. on a on a on a podcast, on a, on a podcast yeah. <laughs> and at the end, they were like, I love this story. Should I make this movie? Should I just make this movie? Make this yeah. movie.'" I made films. I, I just made this movie. The podcast was great. Yeah. And listening to him making the film is yeah. really interesting. The film itself, you're like,
0: nah, I, I quite hit joke. it, but yeah, I'm glad I saw well, it. But there's so much build-up. You've heard the whole story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's right. Yeah. You've yeah. heard the whole experience. They're so just filling in the blanks at that mm. point. The, the actual seeing it is losing the It would be
1: interesting the movie, going in blank. The, the movie does play weirdly because it's all build-up to the final like sequence.
0: Of and him being so. Of him it.
1: being a I would a thought walrus, that would be how it started. Person. And it's called Tusk, and that scene is set to Tusk by Fleetwood Mac, which was a joke that they made on the podcast, and they said, well, you, that, that has to be the score. <laughs> and then it was, and it's just Is that great. that? Dun,
0: dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway. So, <laughs> this is a podcast of tangents. Yeah, right?
2: yeah absolutely. I'm familiar with the, with the genre. <laughs> okay, so then she runs into Kransky
0: yes or Kr- Kransky Kra- no
2: Red that's R- the person from Red Dwarf isn't it or Blackadder yes. <laughs> or something that's <laughs> Kachansky Kachansky no, K- Kachansky. no K- Krasky. Kransky something Kransky. along those lines yes oh
0: I thought it was Kuzco. Was the, the... isn't
2: that the dog from a no it's cartoon? a city in,
0: isn't it a city in uh, Peru
2: alright at any rate she, then she has the big pompous confrontation that's yes. the doctor being the doctor in front of villainy yeah but she couldn't do that before and now she ha- but now she can't it was almost like she wasn't doing it in front of her companions for some reason, like she was
1: being all silly and bumbly in front of the companions and then turned it up to 11 when she, when she was alone with the villain. It was very weird. Well, no,
2: because the villain, because when they were hiding behind all the tanks, yeah. she jumped up there, like oh, they that's could still true. hear yeah, her. Yeah. And she's like, well, I prefer you didn't shoot me. And you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's that's the doctor being the doctor. Yeah, absolutely. Also,
0: and just a brief aside, they got out of that first when he, he sprang lasers and then you see them running out of the building. It was like last week with the crash and then you don't see them actually crash. Yeah. You, just, you just see them safely running there's,
1: away. There's a thing that happens and then I, we cut to... It is,
0: oh, it they is, got away. It, right. is, it is the South Park equa- <laughs> equation of Yeah, because
2: they had to... They had to deadbolts to dead get in. <laughs> yeah. But apparently
0: the back door's just hanging wide right <laughs> yeah. open. You just, it just cut to... I I found... That I did notice that again. I went, that's another yeah. just like, oh, we got out. It was fine. Don't worry about yeah. it. <laughs> and you could maybe and chalk
1: that up to like a rookie like production issue no, I'm not sure
0: I don't think so it's I not. think it's like I thought this isn't run, that interesting, interesting to watch it's you try to well, escape right. from the back exactly. of a warehouse Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, like but it is interesting to see someone running away from someone with a cool sci-fi weapon mm. but, but immediately I've actually got some text here some right. dialogue yes. Oh yeah it goes temporal displacement gun horrible thing can't stand it Thank you it wasn't a co- Of course it wasn't a problem what are you talking about This is terrible <laughs> writing <laughs> It's <laughs> not how anyone would ever... It doesn't make any sense. And it's this cool sci-fi weapon that could send you through time. And uh, uh, and then uh, they just shoot people and then they... Well, I mean, they don't. He tries... He sneaks up behind them and then shoots and misses.
0: Three times hmm. or something.
1: Yeah.
2: How does he do that?
1: Yeah, I'm not sure.
2: Like, if you're going to have
0: a it's temporal a
2: displacement shot. weapon, have the Dr. Monkey with it and then have him actually shoot some, shoot Ryan and Ryan's like evaporated and don't tell anyone that's a temporal displacement weapon until after that happens. <laughs> so you go, no, he hasn't been incinerated. That's a temporal displacement weapon. But see, and then have him pop back out of time yeah. just when the doctor knows that that's going to happen. But like, that's, that's an interesting way to use a device like absolutely, that. Absolutely.
1: But that's what I'm talking about when I'm saying that the type of, the way this show is telling stories is different from the previous ones because what you're describing is the show up to this point. Up to this point, the Doctor would have done something clever and it would have been a cool twist. Well, that's what happened Whereas with in Satellite 5,
0: Exactly, like, yeah, yeah. She, she was disintegrated she had, yeah. and then it
1: turns out, it, oh, it was a transmat a beam. transmat beam. Um, mm. the, But this show, it plays ruthlessly fair with its plotting up to the point of explaining everything as soon as it arrives in front of us. The Doctor will give you a quick explanation about mm. what this thing is. Mm. So that you know what it is, you know what it does... And on we go. And then nothing happens. And then nothing... Happens. Well,
2: well... Well, oh, except that... The villain... Ri- then Ryan takes it. Yeah. That's right. And he just shoots... It's the black guy shoots the white guy... And then the white guy is as good as dead. What... What, what message is this sending? Yeah, well, I mean... The, just just give him it. a Glock! Come on!
1: For me... Wow. Yeah! For me, it's actually... It's more the fact that... The <laughs> Doctor has said, This is bad. Bad thing, terrible thing. Hate these things. Yeah. Ryan, uh, one of her companions... Takes that gun and just shoots the guy with it.
2: No it's repercussions, never, man- never yeah, mentioned. It's never mentioned. And why is it no. a bad thing? Like it's a it's
1: a non-lethal. Well, because he had it set to like the weird, the far future, obviously when the, the earth was uninhabitable or something. Didn't so she tell It's effectively killing them, it's just not doing it right in front of you, that's all. But then he's he can't kill people because apparently because he's new to because- but that's that's what the I'm- temporal displacement weapon gets around that.
2: Does it? Yeah. But
1: uh, and that's and that's a major that's my major issue with the bad guy is the fact that we are told very early on into our interactions with him that he can't hurt anyone. Yeah,
2: he can't. No, he no literally, it's just what I guess was. Oh my god, you've killed two. Oh, I've killed two thousand people. Oh, but you can't anymore. You can't can't you? anymore. And you're like, oh well, I guess you're. Of there no goes all of the tension surrounding this man. And I guess that they wanted to show that like. You can tying still into the do themes. evil things.
1: Yeah, you even can still, with you can still do evil things
2: just with like tiny. Yeah, yeah, his abilities to slash yeah. tyres and to mess with bus schedules. That's yeah. right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the little things but, can snowball then, and that sort of thing. Yeah, right. but then, but then Ryan. Okay. This, this is the thing that makes me the angriest.
0: It sounds like you need so, to write a show uh, so. where you and someone else argue about the merits of it's a film. It's got no legs.
1: <laughs> okay, so what is... Love,
0: Hate, Actually coming soon to the Gold Coast, Sunshine Coast, Ipswich and Brisbane. Please book tickets online. Just Google Love, Hate, Actually. Please come to see my show. I need the money. Yes, Dad. What is <laughs> Cracky's
2: greatest and only weapon?
0: Uh his sense of style he's
2: fantastic yeah he's fantastic leather jacket I'm not sure <laughs> his ability to make tiny microscopic changes in the past yes. to affect massive change in the future yeah. how do they get rid of him they send him to the past they send him to the <laughs> past <laughs> I know he's just going to be back there stomping on <laughs> butterflies but how
1: far back did he go this is what I'm saying like because Ryan was just fiddling with dials so he said it, he said he sent it back as far as it could go so are we talking like the
2: big bang or are we talking like to the 1800s? All I'm saying is I'm, not, I'm surprised that everyone didn't suddenly just turn into lizard Nazis <laughs> just, on the just instantly, Just instantly. Instantly. <laughs> like a,
0: a yeah, time yeah, yeah. wave rushes yeah.
2: through and suddenly everyone's a lizard Nazi.
0: So, so that's that Bill and Ted thing, isn't it? Where you go, hey, if we had gone back in time, we would have left our guitar here or left the keys here. So you told me about that once in Bill and Ted. Oh, no, that's a, no, this
2: is more back to the future style where you yeah. change the past and it, and it rushes if you, through and changes if the you, present.
0: Um, Dan and Greg on their podcast talk a lot about time travel and various forms of time travel. There I,
2: is an episode of Why Wonders Why where we get yes. deep into the weeds yes. of time travel.
0: <laughs> go, go listen because it confused my brain because I'm not great with time travel movies. Well, you know so. who, isn't,
2: who else isn't very good with time travel? Doctor Who. It's actually not great. <laughs> Doctor Who doesn't shine yeah, when it comes to time no. travel stories. Um, the TARDIS works very well as a ship that gets you from island to island, the, the, and each island is an adventurous story. The best,
1: th- the best thing, uh, the best metaphor I ever heard was that the TARDIS is a
2: story engine. Yeah, like the t- you
1: walk into a blue box, pull a lever, and walk out into this week's story.
0: Oh, my right. God, it's the magic faraway it's tree. It's literally the magic
1: faraway tree. Because like yeah. you you at the get top in, of the magic yep.
0: faraway tree is a land a a land, a, rotating a, land a, yeah. a different land every week. And you go up there, and one week it's the land of jelly, and everything is jelly, Dan. <laughs> it's true. Everything is jelly. Everything? Everything is jelly. <laughs> so, when
2: you're listening, <gasps> is this a tragedy or a deadline?
0: <laughs> to the magic faraway tree. Yeah. That everything was jelly. Yeah. Well, it's
1: a tragedy that I can't go there. Oh, right. <laughs> everything can, is jelly. I Dad? can hear the longing in your voice. It's jelly. Ah, oh, she's <laughs> jealous. Uh... But but you're right. The show uh, Stephen Moffat for the first time Moffat for the first time was sort of the one who sort of did the timey wimey stuff where he mm-hmm. did it, a lot of manipula- storylines involving backs mm-hmm. and backwards and forwards and that sort of thing. But you're right in that the show either doesn't really. Time travel is a is a method of getting to this week's story. Yes, and then we never.
2: In the, in there the were a original... couple of
1: Douglas Adams ones back yeah. in the day, but in the in the original series, they almost didn't. Me- like you, you would hardly see the Tardis. Yeah, the Tardis would be at the start of the serial, and then they would get back into it at the end. And otherwise, they'd just sort of be running around.
2: As a child, he would always <laughs> lean and they go look at the <laughs> they monitor just... and go, "Gosh, it looks a bit dangerous out there." I'm like, "Don't go out there. <laughs> just go somewhere safer." <laughs>
0: Well, they it's got around terrifying. that in this episode by having the TARDIS force them there.
1: Yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah, the yeah, I TARDIS like that. is
0: like, you have to be here. It, it wouldn't get them back to Sheffield. Yeah. I saw the TARDIS was like, I'm not bloody going to Sheffield. <laughs> like, have you been there? I've been
2: there once. It's it, a dump. it was awful. I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> but this story was about the butterfly effect. About you make a little change and but it, it was makes it though, me because
1: there, You there mean the Ashton
0: Kutcher movie of the 2000s? <laughs> or the um, crazy metal band? Was it a metal band? It was, it was a heavy metal band. Heavy yeah. metal band.
2: Um. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, I'm hip with the kids. Absolutely. Yeah, Ashton late, Kutcher. Late 90s movies. Oh, yeah, the
2: kids who were born in the late 70s, but I'm hip with sure, them. absolutely.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Born in the late 70s, thank you very much.
2: That would make you about 50 now, then, wouldn't it? Oh, so you mean 80s, not sorry. The <laughs> okay, so the bad guy I'm is running around guy. like slashing tires and, sure. and and like making sure that Rosa Parks gets the afternoon off yes. or something and that was adequately explained. One of those
1: benign to... forms of racism I've ever heard.
0: It was make her work harder, <laughs> please make. Yeah, because they did—they did put that in there. That it's the common misconception that she said, "No, I'm tired and I'm going to sit down." Um, and they actually mentioned that in the episode mm. that that was a common misconception that people thought she's like, "No, I've been working all day and I'm tired." And she actually said, "No, I wasn't any more tired than any other day. It was just this day I went. No, I'm not bloody moving no up my seat."
2: Well, at any rate. This leads into what I think is one of the most boring sequences I have ever seen on television. (laughs) Mm. It was the death of a thousand paper cuts. Mm. He he put up signs, quick, take them down. He stopped Rosa from going to work, quickly tear your jacket. These were such mundane solutions to mundane problems. The problem with the butterfly effect is that the stakes are very high, but they seem very low. And in Doctor Who, you want the exact opposite. Yeah, absolutely. You want the stakes to seem very, very high, even though they're ridiculous. (laughs) Yes, that's right. Exactly. Well, and and that,
1: I think, speaks to, and we've talked about this before, is that these episodes are all uh, a little bit longer than they normally are. They're they're about an hour long. Felt longer. And you're right. This is the first episode where there was parts of the episode where I'm like, could have cut that. That didn't need to be
0: there. But then there were parts of the episode, like the whole build up at the final bit where i felt oh is that oh is that it? it it was like it all kind of happened and again i want to caveat mm. that by saying i watched it quite late last night after flying in <laughs> no, from sure. another country so yes. it may have just been my brain you
2: but... can't build to a climax when you keep going here's a problem i solved it a problem i solved it a problem i solved it, it did, if i was watching an improv show i would have oh. horned it off <laughs> i would have just gone no this scene's over get off you're being boring <laughs> but, i was so bored i wanted i would have turned the tv off
1: what they would and and I think it worked better for me than it it did for you, and that's that's not uh, a knock on Mm -hmm. you, but I think they were trying to sort of. Well, well, maybe (laughs) maybe a little, but they 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 were obviously trying to ratchet up the tension by showing an increasing escalation of events where he does something, they fix it, and then he's already done something else to to do it. So it's this mad scramble. Yeah, he's one step ahead.
0: He's the. He didn't, but I didn't totally play like that. Why? What? Like his ultimate revelation was just i don't like black people yes and exactly and it's
1: the problem of him he should have either been in a lot more of the episode or just not in the episode at why all why
0: wasn't he going out and they recruiting have white people yes
1: exactly to say
0: hey do you realize what black people are doing like yes you are just you don't need to be nudging in like but then oh, that's, that's a totally
1: different episode that that then becomes a totally different episode it does it is, does
0: but when you think about it, you go, but why would you nudge it that way? He, his nudging is just restri- – Or oh, his, 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 his restrictions are just on actually maiming someone. But you could yes. go to a Ku Klux Klan rally and say, why don't we start some fires? Like, it was a very odd – like, oh, if I just stop Rosa Parks from sitting down – Like, and I don't mean to take anything away from Rosa Parks, but the U.S. civil rights movement – Was happening, like post And she was a
1: part of it. No, absolutely. And they acknowledge that in the episode, and the episode is making the point. Well, they have—they literally have Martin Luther but King but on the
2: screen. But the whole screens. crux, the, but the whole crux of the episode is: oh, if we don't get this exact set of circumstances right, this will never but, happen. But that
1: is the point of the episode: is the fact that history and time is—is is this complicated tangle? And if you shift just one little thing, it all falls apart. It all falls apart. But it—but that would never happen
2: because it's a bit... she's not a butterfly. She has agency. She, like yeah. this was always going to happen. They'd already planned to do the bus strikes. Like Rosa yes. Parks or, or anyone in that in who There's as a were, we were part of that sure, a- organization and,
1: were ready yeah. for that
2: to happen. That's
1: right. But I have actually read before that they, um, the several of the leaders of the of the civil rights movement, after you know years after the fact, sort of said that was the it kind of cynically said she was the perfect person to have done that because they didn't know exactly what they were going to do, but they were going to use an inciting incident to mm. spark, yeah, you know. Protest and civil disobedience that would that would start this movement and this just fell into their laps like she she didn't plan to do it that day no but she was part of the movement and she, and was she, ready, just, for, she, she was ready she was ready, ready to that do that something to
0: she was primed and that's, and that's right. what makes sense it she was so, was so the much perfect more powerful candidate because
1: she was this this seamstress she had she was you know squeaky clean there was nothing there was nothing that people could sort of point to and say oh she's you know mm. a degenerate or anything like that she was married uh, you know a upstanding woman went to church all that sort of stuff she was the perfect person in the perfect time to kick that movement off and if she hadn't have done what she did in that time maybe it would have turned out quite differently so i think it's actually really interesting to sort of
2: i don't Because she was primed to do it. No, sure. It would have just happened the next time that the bus was full. So
0: if I can bring in Hannah Gadsby's Nanette here, because I think all... (laughs) Well, no spoilers. (laughs) No spoilers. But she, Well, she she references, and her her kind of polemic is that um, men take credit for things and do things, and they get um, praise for doing things that are considered masterful, but... Why, when they probably would have happened with someone else. So, the example she uses is Picasso, and everyone lords Picasso as, oh, he invented Cubism. He's this amazing artist. But why? Why do we lionize him? He slept with teenage girls. He was an abuser of women. Mm. Why do we lionize him? Someone else would have invented Cubism. Now, if you take that same theory that is receiving a lot of praise in the world at this point, and a, a, a point, that, you know, put that same thing of, well, even if Rosa Parks hadn't have sat down, somebody else would have, or something else would have happened that sparked a similar action. Does it work the same way? So I that, that that's where it sits for me, is like essentially you're saying the same thing, that something else would have happened
1: to... Yes. And look, undoubtedly you know, undoubtedly it would have. Like like we can see like here Like if Lincoln hadn't have
0: freed, emancipated the slaves, would someone else have five years down the track, ten years down the track? Maybe
1: that would have happened. Maybe that was an inexorable thing that was going to happen. Yeah. Or maybe it was just a one-time deal but i think that we ha- we have to engage with the show on its own terms and as far as the show is concerned this moment in history is a pivot point yes you know so i mean i'm i'm willing yeah. i'm willing to go with the show well, that far like it, if the doctor says this is important i've been primed to sort of take that at face value and say yeah great okay yeah. sure i buy that true right. if
2: that's a fictional character yeah but this is a real person <laughs> like she, she it's true it wasn't true. an accident yeah. and that's what's so like well, Pompeii about episode, for example like. it was, Pompeii
0: yeah. was a fixed point in time mm. Tennant yeah. went to Pompeii with Donna but all the characters were uh, I think they might have been inspired by people who lived there potentially but it's yeah. not like we did the whole history of Pliny the younger who was there no that's Pliny, right Pliny the elder who they, they were both there I think all the Pliny's plenty of Pliny's um I'm a going on a plinth of Pliny's. Pliny's on a plinth plinth. Pliny's Pliny's on a plinth. But yes, they took a sort of a fictional story within a historical event. Yes. Mm.
1: Whereas this is a very specific... Same
0: with Shakespeare. It's witches mm. in, yes. <laughs> in Shakespearean times. So and, you're taking something that's evocative
1: of the time. Again, I was and this, so nervous they were going to take yeah. that approach to this yeah. story. And, and they
2: didn't, and, which is and, good. And I, well, I, I feel yeah. that they, they still had missteps there. Sure, right? sure. Because, sure, you know, a, rather than this group that we know existed, it still relied on this white girl flying totally. in totally. and, like, fixing everything by tricking some bus drivers... Who like Frank Sinatra? <laughs> yeah,
0: she lent Elvis.
2: She lent Elvis a mobile phone, which he shouldn't have had, and then he lent it to Sinatra. Can we talk about the celebrity name drop jokes?
0: Because
2: I like they're good. Doctor Who does you, it occasionally. You do watch Doctor Who, don't you? Yeah, just... right,
0: but that's a thing. It's you go first because I have funny
2: when say uh, David Tennant is like I slept with Good Queen Bess mm. or. All, or Matt Smith is like, oh, I've been with Marilyn. But they've talked. They've said they've done Marilyn and mm. I've, got, I've, got the, I've got the list See, I here. Actually, I got actually the don't
0: like the Queen Elizabeth one because yeah. Queen Elizabeth was a virgin for political reasons and she was a smart woman and she would not have slept with the doctor even if she fancied him because when, when she was a him, you know what I'm saying. But she would not have slept with the doctor because she, that was her whole political strategy was keeping mm. herself. And love. she didn't.
2: Like he was, he was, he was blowing that up a bit. Yes, absolutely. But but she liked him. But
0: everyone loves the idea of (laughs) oh, Queen Bess just wanted a romance. She just never met the right man. It's like no bullshit. She could have married anyone, but she chose to remain a virgin for political reasons to keep. A, I can go yeah, into the whole history. A, do you want me to go into the history? A retrospective critique of uh, yeah. the 50th hey, look,
2: anniversary special. Right? I just complained for 10 minutes about them using Rosa Parks. You're
0: welcome to do <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, it's the claiming... It's the cutesy claiming credit for things. So, the, for example, the Doctor kind of insinuating that she's Banksy.
1: Did you not like that? I, I really writing, liked that a lot, actually. It,
0: it was one of those things. was like, ah, Banksy, I get it. But then also... But then you're just taking credit for an artist who is, like, he's deliberate. Like, would he like? I don't know. I kind of Look. got upset on Banksy's behalf. I'm like, so that's insinuating that every clever idea on planet Earth, the Doctor's always been involved in it. Mm. And it's like, so you, you were talking constantly, Doctor, about how humans are amazing and creative, but then you're well, just taking even, credit for R- all the stuff we do. Whatever
1: Song even says, any time you see a, a wise old wizard in Tales, it's always him. So Yeah. Uh,
0: a wise old wizard in Tales? Oh right! Like River Gandalf says, like whenever or, there's a, right. whenever there's a. I thought you meant whenever in, there's a. I, I thought d- you meant in Top Hat and Tails. So I was like, <laughs> <I> what wizards? <laughs> yeah, are we? look, Dumbledore would probably Dumbledore get around probably. in Tails. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. you know, a
0: little bit of da, 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 soft, da, da, soft, shoe da. shuffle. Yeah, a bit of Fred Astaire, sort of Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and da, but like, how do you
2: feel the jokes are going? Because Doctor Who always have moments of levity. I think it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's definitely That's not, not good. It's definitely not. Look, like remember when they're trying to convince the cop that they've invented a telephone that has a calendar and a clock in it? Mm. Like they just didn't land. Well,
0: when he said Steve Jobs, yeah, he said Steve Jobs would never uh, offend a police officer or something like that. It, it was a we- It was a bit. It's it's like
2: written weird, and it, and the, and like the performers are not landing those jokes either. Yeah. I don't know whether that's the material or what. Like, the, hmm. the
0: police officer should have, should have said something like, that's ridiculous, Mr. Jobs, or you'll never make money out of that, Mr. Jobs. I don't know. It just, seemed. Like I think it he, he did, though, didn't he, like, he, did did so, he?
2: He said, like, that's ridiculous. That's a ridiculous idea.
0: Oh, but he... Yeah, no, just,
2: yeah it's not landing. They, like, they, they, had, yeah. they had a conceit of something funny, but they're obviously too busy, like, thinking about murder on the Welsh coast or whatever. Broad <laughs> <laughs> churches. churches. I think, I think it's no, West, no. West, country, it is. West Country.
0: What it is. <laughs> is staring out, standing on a cliff and staring out over the sea. <laughs> That's ceiling. right, yes. so Wales? Pretty or much. Scotland? It was hmm? like, yeah. It Wales was like, is on
2: the West Coast, isn't it? Uh, it is, but it's not Wales. It, I think okay, It's, it's but, yeah.
0: yeah, sort of Cornwall-y, Devon-y yeah, type yeah, something, but of it's around Wales. I think it's near Devon. It's yeah. Wales-ish. It's uh, Broadchurch. Like 68% of Broadchurch is people standing on cliffs looking at it. So. <laughs> it is, it is. That's very true. It's, yeah, there's a lot of that. Now... Um, a lot of people looking.
2: Great show, which now has two doctors.
0: Nervously smoking, or um, <laughs> yeah.
2: Scrubs has heaps more than that. <laughs> Scrubs <laughs> more than two. Oh, okay. Yeah. ER. Now there have there, there were a couple of there were a couple of moments I liked. Okay. Okay. So I don't know whether that ruins the podcast. No, 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 not at all. There were yeah, a couple. This is a- um, you've already mentioned one yeah. which was uh, Graham on the bus going, Oh no, I don't want to be a part of this. Mm. It's like, well oh, I'm sorry, you have to. He's like, No, I don't <laughs> like that was that was compelling. Just the guilt. Yeah. That was a really interesting moment. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean maybe it says something that my favorite moment in a whole show about race relations is like the old white guy. But well, no. <laughs> maybe it's like oh, I can identify with him. Yeah, well,
0: we've was, said but before. you can,
1: and that's the point. Like yeah. you've locked onto the to the one bit of the episode that you have a personal relationship to, which is being in a situation where you're like oh god no am I I don't want it I'm not that like no what yeah. you know like it, mm.
0: he's a guy who's married a black woman and yeah. mm. is very very fond of his new black yeah. stepson <laughs> and keeps it, trying to, your say grandson. to call me granddad and then he wanted to fist bump him and he was like <laughs> don't ever do that and I was like oh he's just he's trying to connect you know yeah. Um, I, he, he's, I only say that because I try to fist bump people all the time <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm worried that I'm being horrible you're unbumpable I'm unbumpable yes debumped Um, but he's he cares clearly about he's not a racist person and all of a sudden he's put in this position of going oh no no, I'm the guy I'm the guy and he, he has just he's a bus driver himself he talked in the episode about how his wife, when they first met, when he was in hospital for cancer, she said, don't be like James Blake. And he was <laughs> like, who's that? The bus driver who told Rosa Parks to get up. Yeah. So he is very, he, he is aware that Rosa Parks was a hero to his wife. Mm. And he's now in the position of going, I have to sit back and make Rosa Parks get arrested. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know.
2: Which was very well done. Yeah, it, it was, was very good. well done. Yeah. Um, so, the other moment I really liked is uh you know ryan i'm aware of yes, yeah he's pretty dull so far mm. like he hasn't really done heaps mm. but he had this moment where he was in the room with uh, martin luther king yes and he goes oh and he said something like oh thanks for that martin luther king what do you think Rose? and then he <laughs> has this moment where he's like oh wow yeah yeah right like, exactly. and he just the delight where he's like holy crap this is that uh, really happening yeah, yeah. And like that's what I want to see in a Doctor Who companion yeah. like that's what I want to see Ryan do that's, that's it yeah. he, he there was a bit there where I was like oh I want to see that guy yeah that guy every yeah. every
1: week all the time
2: well, and he, then he just shot some guy in the street he just totally
1: did oh man that's really weird the more I talk about it the, more, the worse it is <laughs> <laughs> they,
0: they, they had a conversation Yaz because um, again Yaz Who? is the girl hmm yeah
2: I don't they no, need to give her more to do. was a girl? Yeah, they
0: need to yeah. give her more to do. No, I don't know that They called her Mexican. That was an interesting thing where they're like, where are you from, Mexican? So she was in the position of, of being of um, South Asian heritage and being, uh, you know, she's clearly not African-American but they couldn't quite place her, but they knew she wasn't white. So yeah. she was in then the kind of nondescript. This what weird happens sort to of limbo me? Of which I thought was yeah. also valuable to mm. go. Well, yeah. How do you declare what is white and what is not? And she Absolutely. sat on the bus going. Well, I'm just going to sit here until they tell me to get lost. That's and I was right. like, that's great. That was that was really good. And they had a conversation uh, when they were hiding when the policeman had arrived at the motel, and she and and they had this very for two essentially 19 20 year olds. Mm. They had this very like. I like the fact that he was like I wanted to hit that guy back. I really wanted to hit him back, but then they were just talking very kind of academically about look, racism hasn't been cured from the world, but you know Rosa Parks really has. They fought for us, and that you know it was a bit. It was kind of it was a uh, bit
2: dry and a bit sort of educational.
0: It, yes. Yeah, but but again, but it was yeah. good that it was there because yeah. you had you yeah. had those characters. People watching it who are also kids watching it could go, oh, they're like us. They're talking about, we're not being talked down to by a white doctor or a white companion mm. going, hey, we should be nice to everyone. You're actually having people going, yeah, it really sucks. What do we do? Or how mm. do we? And and he, he says, I get beaten up by police or I get stopped by police more. And she's like, hey, not me, not this police. And he's like, well, tell me you haven't been hassled. And she's like, well, yeah, I have. So that, that there were there were nice moments between the two of them. Yeah. Um, but I wish that she, like, he, he he got the job of, like, following Rosa Parks, which ended up, you know, chatting with Martin Luther King. Her job was to, like, look at bus schedule. No, he was, her job was to look at where she might work, find out where she worked or something. Yeah, find out where she um, worked. And
1: then, like, she ended up sort of hanging out with her while she fixed a coat. Yeah. yeah. It's a
0: bit Scooby. At the moment, last episode as well, or was it the first one? The first one where they all had jobs, like, you go do this. Yeah. You go do this. There's yeah. a little bit of um, Secret 7... I don't yeah. know something about it. Like, okay, you're on this job, you're on this but job. I don't mind that. Like, it's a different, it's, it's a different. It's dynamic. a different dynamic. Yeah, yeah. it's. Um, I'm just settling into it, I guess. I think
1: it's going to be interesting when different writers get a chance. <laughs> I'm, just, yeah. I'm just waiting for. Know. I'm
0: just waiting for it to be like, okay, uh, uh, Bob, you're over there on the uh, on manning the guns. Uh, Janet, you're <laughs> over there doing that. What am I doing? Um... Can you make tea? Can you make tea? <laughs>
1: There's not actually enough for you to do There's, this week. We
0: don't actually have yeah. enough. So, um, oh gosh. There's only three consoles. The toilet needs plumbing and yeah. no one is capable. If you could do that would be great. Because <laughs> I have that sometimes where people go, I need a job. And you're like, oh. And the thing is,
1: like we we talked about this in the preview uh, episode that we did, that we thought um, Graham was going to be the one who was going to be sidelined a lot. Yeah. And so, you know, the bumbling old man. And mm. he's actually been... Quite front and centre in a lot of stuff, whereas Yaz tends to be the
0: the
2: one who gets sort of sidelined a bit, which is a bit weird. And that's the danger with introducing all three companions at the same time, because the Doctor has travelled with like two or three companions, but they they turn up and have their own intro and you get to warm to them before you have to deal with the next one. That's right, yeah. And you don't have this sort of floater hanging around that you just don't care (laughs) about. (laughs) Wow, brutal. Not Not a... no. But how, no. I, how I've, I've found that
1: the
0: show Not tends to... Not like a toilet to... flutter. No, yeah, that's what <laughs> I'm mean. saying. Yes. So... She just won't flush... flush. And that's not, and, and I don't want to say that's a gendered thing either. Like, I don't, I think that's a character. There's a joke thing there about to, yeah, TARDIS
1: blue toilet duck or something. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. the blue toilet. liquid.
0: I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, but I don't, I don't want people to think that I don't like, because everything, I'm worried like, oh, they've given, if anything, I feel a bit cranky that they've given the female character kind of the least to do when, but maybe they yes. feel like female Although the doctor is female now. So, you know, they're giving her the lion's share yeah. of. I don't
1: know. Really weirdly, I feel like the dynamic that seems to have evolved is that Yaz is the Doctor's companion and Graham and Ryan tend to do their own thing. Like, they're a one-two pair mm. as well. That seems they're to be the duo. Like, it sort of breaks that way if they're doing stuff. Like, Yaz will go with the Doctor.
0: Yeah.
1: And Ryan will go off with Graham. But
0: then Yaz and Ryan have gone off a few times. So that's true. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And obviously, yeah. you know, they're trying to yeah. get everyone it's sort of to pair off in different combinations. Yeah, yeah. but. yeah. I do you
0: feel think like there's that, a romance thing happening between?
2: I think they're trying to set that up, and it's just mm. not happening for me. Well, like, I mean, it's, uh, they haven't tried. I don't think they've tried to yet. I think no. That's no, no there on there the was table. a little moment. Was there, there was there?
1: a little moment when they first entered the hotel room. He said where he said about, something about like someone was punching above his weight. No, ah. she, she said she went out with someone. She went out with someone. And he was like, like, oh, he was punching just, above his weight. You've and he, gone oh. down
0: in my estimation, or something like that. Yeah, he's like, went out with some bloke. You know, because she was like,
1: oh, that's almost. She
0: should have clocked him and gone do whatever the. I want, buddy.
1: Yeah, that's almost a nice thing you said to me just then. Uh, yeah. He was like, well, sure. And then walked away. That was weird. That was weird. I'm not sure. Uh, maybe, maybe it'll build a little I'm bit I'm sure better. it's meant to build.
2: Yeah, it's very strange. As long as it builds slowly, maybe we'll warm to it. Maybe we'll be like, oh,
0: yay, yeah, you can't wait. Sure.
2: there'll be people shipping uh, Ryan and What's-Her-Face.
0: Oh. And. <laughs> Do you think that they would already be shipping online? Would there be doctors?
2: Oh, they would absolutely. Would
0: there be like interest shipping? Oh, like the
2: two doctors. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh yeah, well of Why, course, stop, at because... Why stop at two? Mm. Devil's
0: uh-huh.
2: Triangle. Now, <laughs> I have been pretty down on this episode. Yes. The good news about this episode mm. though is that lots of people really loved it. Oh, they loved it, yeah. Like this was an episode for them. It got and very they totally went into It was episode. a it was
1: a B episode with an A plus reaction, like it was very much.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, who's judging? Like, if if you ask them, it's an A episode. You can ask me. It's a great big piece of D. Wow.
0: (laughs) Dan is radiating big D, D (laughs) but ultimately. Something,
2: some Doctor Who, episodes of Doctor Who would absolutely just for me. Like Vincent hmm. and the Doctor. Yes, That exactly. was absolutely for me. And I know heaps of people who are like, oh, no, no, that was a bit dopey. Yeah, I, I, I don't, don't understand those people. Like, uh, that is a
0: yeah, sublime, cry, episode that of,
1: sublime episode of television. Like TV in general, let alone...
0: When they showed him, when they took him to the gallery and yeah. showed him all the people looking at his paintings. Yeah. And Bill was Nye amazing. was going... He is, quite simply, the greatest man who ever lived. And I know that because I was the obnoxious rock star in Love Actually <laughs> when I wear bow ties. I've
2: never seen that film.
0: Um, <laughs> don't bother. Um, <laughs> the, just come see my show. I'll tell you all about it. <laughs> we, did show, we did the show in Vanuatu, and um, my grandmother has seen it because we were asking her beforehand. She was like, yes, it's got... Hugh Grant is the Prime Minister. I didn't like it. It wasn't realistic. They'd never elect someone like Hugh Grant a Prime Minister. He's far too handsome. Oh, I would. Um, but then afterwards she said, look, I didn't understand half of what you were saying. I had no idea. But there were some parts that were very very funny, and you did a good job. You were very en- like she really loved the show, but she just most of it went over her head. Right. She did, she, watching... did she
1: vote for you or for Amy? Mm.
0: Look, I saw her because she was in the front row because I'd reserved a seat for her yes. because she's got macular degeneration and can't see. So I wanted her to be able to have some sight if she so could she could aim
2: the little so she aim. and i
0: saw her grab the because when i gave her the ball at the start of the night like before we started and i was like she's like can i throw this at you now like she just wanted to throw it at me and <laughs>
2: yeah that we, was my reaction too yeah. actually
0: <laughs> we just so everyone if you haven't seen the show the way we decide uh yes and no is everyone is given a little squishy red heart like a little stress ball and then you get to decide whether you want to throw that at the yes i love love actually or yes i hate love actually side giving things away here i guess um there's a lot there's a lot more to the show than just that like it's not a spoiler really we we, it's in the marketing copy that the audience gets to decide i'm just telling you how we decide anyway so i have like literally had these things thrown at me during the course of the show and i'm like why would you do that are you a bastard (laughs) The answer yes, is yes. yes. Most people
1: are horrible bastards. Just bonk it off my head, like mm.
0: I in Perth last year. No, earlier this year. The uh, uh, first line is Amy saying, "My name is Amy and I love love actually." And I said, "My name is Natalie and I hate it." And I got bonked off the top of the head. One line into the show. <laughs> oh, wow, nice. Someone really did not like me just <laughs> I, straight away. Just I, straight away, and we're like, "No, nah, you know." Well, I'm, look.
2: Oh well, no,
1: she, they, they you, agreed your with audience you. Audience projectiles. I will just say that. Oh,
0: that's <laughs> but what that's happened was, what happened was, I was like. You don't get this back now. And I kept it and put it in my basket later. So more for them. Last laugh. We, yeah, please don't steal the hearts. If you come <laughs> to the show, they're very expensive. I was gonna say,
1: do you have to, have you had to refill? The oh hearts? yeah. I had yeah. to buy
0: more for Melbourne because oh. I thought we were going to have, like we had a bigger venue and I was like, well, if we sell out, we need to have a heart for everyone. Turns out that didn't happen. <laughs> screw you, Melbourne. Um, but uh, no, I'm kidding. I've got to be positive. Uh, screw you, some parts of Melbourne. Um, uh, wow, I should edit this out. But point is, uh, we <laughs> we lost about 20 or 30 of them in Melbourne. Like, they just went. So I don't know if people were stealing them or they just right. all ended up under the stage and we oh. didn't get them back. But yeah, so I'll have
2: to do like, yeah, I'll
0: have to do another reorder because we're we're down again. So.
2: so what are they like, cow hearts or like human?
0: Uh, you know, they're that typical romance Valentine heart shaped. Oh, like a, a sheep's so. heart. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. One day we'll do the show where everyone gets an actual sheep's heart. <laughs> It'll just make the stakes so much higher. You can do it
1: around <laughs> Halloween. Yes, mm. that's
0: right. Come to love, hate actually with blood. There will be blood anyway. L- love,
2: hate actuary.
0: Yeah, love, hate, mortuary.
2: Ooh. Mm.
0: Anyway, enough about my show. But not enough. Please come and see it. <laughs> Gold Coast, Sunshine Coast, Ipswich and Brisbane. Anywhere in South East Queensland, you can come see our show. Please come. It's really well-priced. Hello and to all the
2: time-shifted listeners for whom this will mean nothing. No, if it's
0: in November. Like, you might be listening in November. That's true,
2: yes. Also, she'll be playing, doing this show ad nauseum for the oh, rest look, of her life.
0: If not, she, I have... No, she knows I,
2: the magic teat when she I, latches on. No, no, no. I
0: have another show coming up, which will hopefully a bit of sizzle, but I have another show that I'm working on, and I really really need to work on it um but it's going to be exciting for people who are long-time listeners of the of the podcast i think <laughs> so i just want to put that out there just for people to you know some people i don't think would listen to this podcast but if you do you're getting some special insight info oh god anyway so let's wrap up let's wrap this up how, how do we feel going into next week then
2: well i don't watch the trailer
0: Oh, like okay. we, we oh, lunge so
2: for the remote. Oh right, so I'm sorry. This whole spiders thing
1: <laughs> yeah. is new to
0: me. Well they don't seem to be doing very big so <laughs> They're not spoiling anything. It was anything, literally no. it yeah. was literally someone going, giant spiders, and then Mr. Big from Sex in the City doing some really bad like <laughs> acting. So I don't Some
1: gloriously bad acting. Yeah, some,
0: so I, I right. guess
2: that sounds promising.
1: Can I can say it, is, it, is, it,
0: is it Mothra then? Is that what it is? If they're giant uh, no, spiders, no no um
1: that is uh it's a giant uh,
0: macra?
2: It was the Macro. they're crabs, oh, yeah, the Macra. Crab people.
0: Um, <laughs> <Crab's
2: laughs> Mothra was nothing sundress. other than a moth. That's right. That's what... It's in <laughs> the name. I know.
0: Crabs, <laughs> spiders. Spiders.
1: No, the spiders were uh, from Metabellus 3. Uh, and they actually killed the third doctor and caused his regeneration to the fourth.
0: Wait, what? They've had giant spiders before? Yes, they have. Oh, so this is a redo. Well, this
1: is what <laughs> I'm saying. Like they said, there was no, new, no old monsters. So I don't know whether these are new giant spiders.
0: Maybe they're regular spiders. They just could be. Really just really close. You. Really <laughs> 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 you just wake up one morning and you've got a spider on each eye. <laughs>
1: oh, no, now I'm thinking about that. That's
0: awesome. <laughs> 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 It's just an episode about spiders, really. The doctor's just really scared of
2: spiders. <laughs> now that doctor's a woman, she's terrified. Get a newspaper. Imagine
0: episode five is when she runs into a mouse.
1: <laughs> Gets up on a chair. Yeah. Swipes the sonic I don't at it. No,
0: no. Somebody put out a trap. I'm oh. A woman. Who,
2: <laughs> who would have thought that the most problematic part of this podcast had nothing to do with race? <laughs>
0: I'm allowed to make these kinds of jokes. That's how it works, isn't it? Fair enough. Yeah. I'm scared of some things, but also not of others. So that's fine.
2: Cis white men for once. Oh isn't God. Terrified. Quite right? yeah.
0: Terrified. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you guys are cis white men. I'm not scared of you guys. Yet. That's Wait, weird. But, but that was
2: the most terrifying thing said. Like, that, that was sinister. <laughs>
0: That's what I mean. You should be scared. I'm coming for you. With spiders. <laughs> spiders. Um, I often think and I worry sometimes that my brain is too male. Because I don't seem to sometimes I feel like, oh, am I like not womanly enough? You know? Yeah. But I, Yeah, yeah. Tell us more. I just think sometimes that uh, I just hopefully have a human brain and the more we can all just see each other as having human brains with all of their complexity and ridiculousness
2: no most people are pretty simple i don't know what's going on in that little noggin
0: of me yeah (laughs) oh i don't know what's going on in my noggin dan but what i'm saying is i i worry too much that i'm like oh am i thinking like a man i'm like maybe i'm just thinking like a human and we all think like this and then all of these ridiculous oh but women this and men that it's just all crap and we're all just the same humans trying to work out what the hell to do with this short amount of time we have on this beautiful blue planet. No? Well, that was that's the first chapter of my manifesto. So <laughs> I'm going to have to go back to the drawing board and uh, try again.
2: Double space it.
0: Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, this got awkward. Um, well, I guess... I'm trying to think if there's anything else about the episode that I... Well,
1: there was there was one last thing that I wanted to
0: say oh, about Oh, do you it. think that disappearing pen will come back? I mean, that would be...
2: Disappearing... Oh, you yeah. You know where the doctor put Sonic hmm. and
0: the pen disappeared? I, I think like, that was oh. just a...
2: I assume that Ryan will shoot someone with it. Yes, that's
0: right. <laughs> I do wonder if there'll be... At, um, I do wonder if there'll be repercussions for him oh the ending on the asteroid
1: yes that's what i was i was gonna say I, I feel like that that perfectly sums up the episode in that it is immediately emotionally touching and then falls apart as soon as you think about it even for a second where she's like
0: she says she oh, changed the world she, she changed, changed the, the universe. universe
1: it's like no she had an asteroid named after her it, like that yeah. like a lot of people have had an asteroid named after her. it's cool
0: that's what i, I thought she was it's gonna a really op-
1: cool
2: fact i thought she was
0: gonna open the door and go look in 72.45 super, super AD. Or Everyone like looks what? like Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> and Balance a, has been achieved. What a beautiful world that would oh, be. How oh. fun would it be, though? How much... There'd be so many high-top sneakers. And and people with would... So
1: many themed rap songs. Oh. Oh, that would be Wild angel.
0: Wild West would <laughs> be the Bible.
2: <laughs> giant Spiders.
0: To... Oh! oh! Yeah. <laughs> everything comes back to the giant spiders <laughs> it does straight to the wild <laughs> I don't remember that song um yeah it was like oh she changed the universe no
1: no no she had an universe. asteroid named Alka yeah. which is cool it's I, a cool little fact so and I thought like, it was
0: going to be like oh a comet that was named Rosa Parks crashed into the earth <laughs> because it's <demise. laughs> And the remaining people had to work together and built a utopian society. <laughs> and so therefore we can say that Rosa Parks created utopia. Yeah. Like that to me would have been more.
2: <laughs> it came down, hit all the white men. <laughs> That's it, yeah.
0: All gone. <laughs> Bang, right out of there. Um, and, and look, to be celebrated. Uh, <laughs> we put them all in Let's a, be
1: fair, a yeah. large
0: empty quarry. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, that's, that's what I thought, like some something like that would happen where, yeah, but just Yeah, oh, and it was
1: just, and, and so in the moment, that's a very, that's a very affecting moment after yeah. everything, like the music, like that song is swelling. And, and they've
0: done that before for yeah, other, yeah. where they've gone, look, now we have this kind of bicycle because of <laughs> Mr. Dunlop, or something, I don't know. Like.
1: Yeah, that, and, and it, it's very, in the moment, it's very affecting, and then you stop and go, hey, what,
0: that doesn't, what, what are they even saying there, yeah. that you had an
1: asteroid named after, it's, it's great. I, and I, like
0: to be honest, an asteroid. I mean, mm. like a comet to me seems, you know, like <laughs> inspiring and an asteroid. Yeah, and especially tucks, coming,
1: that's it. And especially coming so hot on the heels of them showing actual footage of the real Rosa Parks getting the like the medal from the president. <laughs> Which is, which is like... Isn't this incredible? Incredible? You think that's incredible? Check <laughs> out this rock! <laughs> check, check out this CGI um, rock that we've, we've showing yeah, you. But look at the sunlight glinting off of it. Yeah, it looks really, yeah, nice really
0: good. Um, I was going to say something then, and I've forgotten what it was. Oh, Comet. I just want to tell you a really, really good joke from Nearer the Gods, which is a play currently playing, uh, if you're in Brisbane, at the Queensland Theatre, which I went and saw before I went up to Vanuatu. Um, and it's uh, David Williamson who wrote The Removalists and the part... the. Uh, Don's party and stuff anyway so uh, it's about Edmund Halley and Sir Isaac Newton and it's about how Edmund Halley had to go and kind of convince Newton to write all this stuff that became Principia Mathematica I was about to say Principia Discordia whole different book (laughs) very different book much more underground cult 80s KLF don't go look it up but yeah Principia Mathematica and it's a very very funny play but at one point because Isaac Newton it turns out was not a nice man bit of a grouch A bit crazy. And Edmund Halley. Yeah. Yeah. It was Mm. into alchemy. And and Halley. Was he the doctor?
1: Maybe. Yeah.
0: Well, (laughs) Halley is going, so what are you working on now? And he's like, well, I can't do all of this amazing stuff about universal gravitation. I have to work out when Jesus is coming back. Yes. So I'm just doing the maths to work out when Jesus is coming back. Pretty sure it's going to be soon. Mm. Uh, So I need to have that all sorted. And Halley's like, um, good. (laughs) Um, But maybe let's do This other stuff first that might actually change the way we perceive science. Yeah? Yeah? Let's do that.
2: You might get an asteroid named after you. Well, this is
0: the thing. So um, uh, Newton is... Halley is like doing everything to get this stuff published. He's putting up his own money to get it published without telling Newton. And Newton's like, no, I've got to do this. I've got to do that. I've got to do the tides. It won't work if I don't have all this done. And then he starts talking about how he's got to do the comets. He's got to do the comets. And Edmund Halley goes... For God's sake, Newton, no one will ever be remembered for a comet. <laughs> it was just a yes. beautiful, beautiful, beautiful joke that I laughed at yeah. very much, as did the whole audience, because there's all this math stuff that's very, very clever. But I'm like, I think that's a funny maths joke, but I don't think, <laughs> don't think I'm clever enough to get it. But, Two
1: people in the audience laugh at those Yeah, jokes, yeah, yeah. So, yeah.
0: But Hallie, no one will know be remembered Smash for it. a comet. Just the best joke. I just was like, <laughs> mwah, mwah. Love it. Anyway, so on that note, I think Rosa Parks should have had a comet named after her. Sure, um, or like a planet, or mm. um, I don't know, a breed of dog or cat. That's lovely, wouldn't it? If you had a, or doesn't your dad have something named after him?
2: Yes, yes. There's a, uh, a, a there's an extinct weed uh, <laughs> called uh, uh, Isoetes bestioni, wow. uh which uh, he uh, one of his one of the people that he trained when he was a geologist found this thing and named it after the person who trained him so <laughs> there you go we, I did up an illustration it's all mounted You're at really home cool. of this so
0: I think Rosa Parks should have had like a cool thing named after her from that kind of thing as well I mean an asteroid is cool it is that's pretty fine cool. but it is essentially a big bit of rock
2: when my wife realized that it was about Rosa Parks she just got into her head Rosa. Rosa, 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 <laughs> from uh, Brooklyn Doug, Doug, Judy yeah, Doug Judy singing about Rosa Diaz. And oh. I think that the black movement would have been very different if Rosa Diaz <laughs> had failed to stand up and move to the black part of the
0: bus. She's Hispanic. She's not black.
2: Yeah, but she would kick someone's ass. Yes. Yeah, that's
0: such a good show, isn't it?
2: It's a very good show.
0: It's very funny. I'd love to do a podcast about Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but...
1: It's nearly over.
0: What do you... Do? Is it?
1: Well, I mean, they, they've got, like, at least one more season, but that's probably... Oh, really? it. Yeah. Oh,
0: okay.
2: and, and look, season six probably won't be that great. Because it's moved to a different network. We know how that goes. Yeah, always, Anyone can. who's watched Community knows.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> There's a... Yep, yeah, absolutely. More yeah, Arrested that Development.
0: Show, that show really went downhill, didn't it, Community? Off a cliff. Oh, Good morning. Season, still, season
1: but... six is very interesting.
0: I don't even think I've watched That's it.
2: Right. I think no, I no, no, the other out. ones are
1: very interesting. What are you talking no, about? Season yeah. six of Community, the final season.
2: Yeah, I know. It's terrible. It's no, they they ran out of money. I think it's fascinating. Right. It's well, fascinating. fascinating. Oh, right. no, it's like watching a car wreck well. as you drive past. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: just something you can't look away from. Are we
2: still recording? Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: Sure. I may cut this. I may not. I don't, I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know. It's no, fun.
2: Let's face it, Natalie. You're not cutting it. No, That's I'm fine. probably
0: not going to cut it. because um, <laughs> My trick
2: is just to put the theme music like two thirds <laughs> of the way That's through it, yeah. and everything else just seems like extra. <laughs> That's it.
0: <laughs> well, Dan, thank you so much for coming on with your opinions. Uh, and I just do want to state that they are opinions. Um, <laughs> everyone here is free to make up their own mind and really judge an episode on how it worked for them. Sure. And, uh, you know, clearly we haven't solved racism um, here tonight. Oh, God. Oh, that, hang on. I had a page in that? here about that. Yes. <laughs>
1: was that on the agenda for tonight? Uh, because yeah. I hadn't prepped.
0: It was three white people just talking about <laughs> That's it. how we were going to solve gonna racism. Solve it, yeah. Well done, guys. We're really on board. Um, yes. If, if, you are, if you are a... Yeah, I'm, I would love to open it up to, you know, if people of colour, I don't know, if they want a guest on the podcast or something, and how we're going with having a... Pakistani heritage woman and a African, well, a African British, Afro-British, I'm not sure of the right terminology, because you can't say African American, because he's not no, American. That's,
2: not, that's right.
0: A black man, a I black guess, British man. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, a Muslim Pakistani You could ask girl. your
2: grandmother how uh, to yes, refer to him.
0: That's what I don't want to do. Okay. <laughs> that's what I don't want to do. Um, I love my gran, she's the best, but her, her language is, is um, you know, I, I say, gran, we can just say Chinese now. <laughs> We we don't need to say Chinaman. Oh God, Gran. Um, yeah, there's a bit of that, but she means well. Most. Of <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I'm just landing my poor grandmother in it. I oh, please. Don't. She's lovely. She's she's forty. She got an MBE for forty years service to the Red Cross. This is this is not a person who's.
2: What you know. like from in the army?
0: Well, she was in the army. She was in the Rens during the war, but then like uh,
2: against the Zulus or. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> she was not at Rook's Drift, Dan If that's what we said She was not with Michael Caine Lining up their Dunning Kruger's, no, what am I thinking of? Gatling guns Singing Men of Harlech. Uh Yes, okay, yes. alright Well, um <laughs> Oh god I'm going to get into so much trouble for this episode But thank you so much for listening If you have gotten this far uh, We will be back next week Yes. Um, possibly with another guest. I don't know. Feel free to come back, Dan, anytime, uh, particularly for episodes you really hate because that's always a good conversation. <laughs> or if it's one that I hate but you like. That's true. Uh, that works too. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that was so non-committal. <laughs> eh.
2: Well, I mean, he's, he's done a last, no last, to last time you would literally called out on the podcast, hey, we should get Dan along when he doesn't enjoy one. I'm like, I'll keep an ear open. Oh, guys, I found one I didn't like. Would you like there to you have go. me in? Oh, no, I'm begging
0: to get on the podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got Champing, to, chomping at the chomping bit, bit. Chomping at that bit.
0: <laughs> got to get some sizzle going that it's like, oh, people are just dying to get on Who's Raven on. I think we've got like five listeners now, so mm. it, it might be a going concern. I saw on Facebook, someone was a friend on Facebook was like, I want to start up a Doctor Who podcast. And, I'm and you were like, at- back off. That's
1: my territory. Well,
0: no, I was just like, oh, I, oh, okay. I, well, I was doing one, but okay. <laughs> I thought I had that covered, dude. Uh, <laughs> I think I've got, I think i you know, we're a Doctor Who podcast. I don't think there need to be any more. No. Surely.
2: Yeah, it's one's, like, enough. One's, one's enough. One Doctor Who podcast. Yeah.
0: It's, yeah, like American, it it's like yeah. podcasts about American politics. Podcasts about true crime. There's one. Mm. That's all there is. And look,
2: do. I mean, maybe there could be more Doctor Who podcasts, but this one goes for so long. <laughs> like, it doesn't seem to finish. It doesn't wrap up. It just keeps going. Well,
0: on that note. Uh, Time thank dilation. You, thank you very much. Uh, um, we'll buzz Dan with the crazy alien time dimensional disposition. What was it called? Time dimensional. Di- di- displacement. 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 Temporal yes. displacement. And Dan can go pimp his time in, I don't know, the wild west. Horrible thing. Can't yeah. stand him. Can't stand him.
2: Thank you.
0: That wasn't a compliment. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> that was weirdly written. You'd think that it would be like, Oh, they're so good. So effective. They don't hurt people at all. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That wasn't a compliment. But, but then the doctor
2: would be wanting to have violence and things that hurt. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. yeah, no, I see what you did. Yeah, there, there's That's a way, the way to think, write that yeah. line. Get Kevin Smith on the <coughs> job. He'll figure it out. Well, if it
0: was, if it was you know, the, the, if, it was the, the, if it was the guy um, said, uh, no, she said, oh, they're terrible things. I can't stand them. Well, you don't have to use them. And she would go, I don't like other people using them too or something like that, you know? Look, I yeah. need to sit down and workshop it, okay? Mm-hmm. I haven't written the recap yet. I'm so still bad. I'm still jet lagged. It was like a two hour flight. So I'm well, a bit jet lagged. Jet lagged? <laughs> two hour flight! That was a joke. That was what I was doing there. It's exaggerating for you comic get effect. Two hours <laughs> sleeping, that's what that is. <laughs> I was, it was a, for comic effect. That's what that was. That was comedy. Did you not understand what comedy was? Yeah, well. <laughs> Thanks for coming well, out performing, um... Dan. <laughs> You can find Dan at smartenough.org, and I said that in exact the same way that they end their podcast every week, because that's how it is in my head. And you can find Stu at Disco Stew on Twitter, or me, I'm at Girl Clumsy. Dan is DNA Beast, I think. Yep. I think. Well, you don't follow me? <laughs> yeah, I unfollow. Wait,
2: I hadn't uh, checked. Quick, hold oh, no. on. Uh,
0: why are you DNA Beast? Is it just a play on Dan and Beaston? Yeah,
2: it's an anagram of Dan and, uh, and my last name, Beaston, and.
0: Yeah, but your last name is not spelt beast like a Beauty and the Beast.
2: No, but I don't want to be Dan the Bee Town. So it's a
0: homily. <laughs> Dan the B-Town, our new guest. (laughs) Um, Yes, so you can find Dan on Twitter. He does cool pixel art and stuff. Mm. And, of course, smartenough.org, where he gets on with Greg occasionally, and most of the time they fight. (laughs) Sometimes
1: they do not get on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) um, It will be interesting to hear what Greg has to say in response. Right reply (laughs) to Greg, (laughs) extended for next week. And this is going to go on... Infinitum, as is this podcast. Oh, well, look, if people <laughs> if people aren't listening, like, that's fine. If they want to tune out, that's their... I mean, I never promised them a rose garden. I just said, we put up some content, and if people have an hour and, what are we up to, 20 to spare, that's their business. I don't judge. I just make We've been content. recording
1: for nearly an hour and a half, and you're dragging this out even longer.
0: Okay, fine. <laughs> I'm just scared
1: of being alone. <laughs> See, we, t- we started talking about racism. But I, the real monsters were inside of us. Yeah, all along it along.
0: was. It was my loneliness. Mm. It's killing me, and I must confess, <laughs> I still believe. Still believe. It's been 20 years this week since Britney Spears released "Baby One More Time," but I'm not old. <laughs> I'm not irrelevant. I'm fresh and vibrant. I just want that to be out there on record. <laughs>
2: Is that how you're signing off now? Because <laughs> I know you were looking for one. Thank <coughs> you listening to Who's Raven On? I'm relevant. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that pretty much is. <laughs> that's,
1: that's what we're doing. i have yeah. to put
0: that in the title. Who's Raven On? We're relevant. We're relevant.
1: <laughs> Question
0: mark?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Who's rated right on? That's very Doctor Who. Yeah, exactly. On brand.
0: Um, thank you so much, Dan. Stu, thank you so much. Thank I'll you. see you next week for Giant Spider Attack. Yes, absolutely. And uh, we'll endeavour to have a, a normal, getting back to normal schedule earlier in the week rather than this late in the week. Yeah. but I'll just, I'll top and tail this and put it up and everyone will enjoy it. Until next time, bring in the theme music <laughs> now. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. This theme music is great. Yeah.
1: It's so great, isn't it? That's how we're signing off now. <laughs> 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 it's relevant. It's <laughs> relevant. <laughs> it's
0: my-